You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Post City Elves, those in Santa's Village in the lower 48 and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of December 12th, 2022. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of December 12th, 2022, your sponsor will be Dr. Twinklestein's Family Medical Center, a center for all your medical needs. Open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, from sleep disorders to sugar overdose, we treat it all. Dr. Trinkelstein has over 400 years of experience in the medical field and has seen millions of North Pole City elves. He's there when you need him. Update from Santa's Village, the first four delivery satellites have been loaded and are ready for takeoff. All the supervisors from the workshop and warehouses are reporting that they are a few days ahead of schedule, but will continue with this work pace just to make sure that there are no issues after all the problems that have been experienced this year. Packaging and loading of these satellites will continue until all are packed and ready for takeoff. The workshop has already switched over to begin building products for next year, but wrapping will not begin until after the first of the year. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Henkelmeyer has ordered emergency repair and replacement services for the Flight Control Center, as there are some issues in tracking the Red Zephyr during the vertical takeoffs and landings when the sleigh falls under 40 feet on the radar. We experienced these same issues about 15 years ago, said Edward, and it caused some major tracking issues during Santa's deliveries. We cannot and will not experience these problems again this year. I have ordered the flight controller boards to just be replaced and tested out this week so that we can stay on top of this issue. Please expect several takeoff and landing tests to take place throughout the city once the boards are replaced sometime around midweek. The Department of WWWPR has released two new pages for Santa's webpage this past week on TAOLF.com. These pages are Santa's Favorite Christmas Carols, which is a complete listing of songs that Santa personally listens to and a link to a major playlist on YouTube for all of the songs. This is now a database that can be updated on a regular basis. Also, they released one of Santa's hobbies, Vintage Toy Repair, which is a post that explains how to repair and revive vintage and broken toys including metal, wood, and stuffed animals. When you get a chance, make sure you check out these new posts on TAOLF.com. In North Pole City weather updates, this week temperatures will range from minus 26 to minus 33 with sunny to partly skies. Please expect a high wind advisory for Wednesday afternoon. No precipitation is in the forecast again for this entire week. There was a special report on WELF NPC podcast this past week about a young elfling who found a 45 carat emerald that he will be using to create a new tree topper for his parents. If you would like more details about this special report, and future special reports, 
please be sure that you subscribe to the station's podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Search for WELF NPC News. Before this week in off history, let's have a short music break. This week in Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, take it away. Thanks, Walter. This week in Elf History, we're going to be talking about the first visit to the South Pole. 
On December 14th of 1911, Norwegian Rald Amundsen becomes the first explorer to reach the South Pole, beating his British rival, Robert Falcon Scott. Amundsen, born in Borges near Oslo in 1872, was one of the great figures in polar exploration. In 1897, he was the first mate on a Belgian expedition that was the first ever to winter the Antarctic. In 1903, he guided a 47-ton sloop through the Northwest Passage and around the Canadian coast, the first navigator to accomplish the treacherous journey. Amundsen planned to be the first man to the North Pole. <laughs> Fat chance of that. <laughs> Anyways, he was about to embark in 1909 when he learned about the American Robert Perry that had achieved that feat. Again. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Fat chance. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Amundsen completed his preparations, though, and in June of 1910, he sailed instead for Antarctica, where the English explorer Robert F. Scott was also headed with the aim of reaching the South Pole. In early 1911, Amundsen sailed his ship into Antarctic's Bay of Wales and set up a base camp 60 miles closer to the pole than Scott. In October, both explorers set off, Amundsen using sleigh dogs and Scott employing Siberian motor sledges, Siberian ponies, and dogs. On December 14th of 1911, Amundsen's expedition won the race to the pole and returned safely to base camp in late January. Scott's expedition was less fortunate. The motor sleds broke down, and the dog teams were sent back as Scott and four companions continued on foot. On January 18th of 1912, they reached the pole only to find that Amundsen had preceded them by over a month. Weather on the return journey was exceptionally bad, and two members perished, and a storm later trapped Scott and the other two survivors in their tent only 11 miles from their base camp. After his historic Antarctic journey, Amundsen established a successful shipping business. He later made attempts to be the first explorer to fly over the North Pole. In 1925, in an airplane, he flew within 150 miles of the goal. In 1926, he passed over the North Pole in a dirigible just three days after the American explorer Richard E. Byrd had apparently done so in an aircraft. I remember that. Do you? Were you... Yeah. Still working here? Oh, we were all uh, locked down and quiet and everything when they f were flying over. Mm. Yeah, that was that was pretty uh, pretty tense times. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, in 1996, a diary that Bird had kept on the flight was found that seemed to suggest that he had turned back 150 miles short of his goal because of an oil leak, making Amundsen's dirigible expedition the first flight over the North Pole. In 1928, Amundsen lost his life while trying to rescue a fellow explorer whose dirigible had crashed at sea near Spitzenberg, Norway. That's so sad, don't you think, Walter? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, back to you. All right. Thank you, Becky. Before we continue on with the news, let's have another music break. Back 
the North Pole City Commerce is still accepting donations for the basket raffle that will be at this year's delivery celebration. If you have not yet had a chance to get your donation ready, representatives from the association will be around this week at the Coco Pub Crawl and can stop by and pick up your donations. Please call the association and let them know that you have a donation and they can stop by and pick it up. From the North Pole City Council, please be advised there will be a City Council meeting Wednesday afternoon since they have been called in for the No-Fly Ordinance. And if there are any nominations for the Golden Candy Cane Award, now is the time to submit them to council offices so that they can be reviewed for this year. Tinsel football fans were taken by surprise this past week when the defending champs, the Livingstone Pirates, were upset by the Darlington Tigers and taken out of the playoffs. Theodore Sugar Livingstone, the quarterback for the Pirates, expressed disappointment at not being able to reprise their role as Tinsel football champions but said, It was a great game and the best team won. I wish them the best as they move on in the playoffs. Also, winners this week and moving on further in the playoffs were the Lightning Gumdrops, the Twinklestein Stars, and last year runners-up, the Hinkelmeyer Falcons. This week in the semifinals, we will see the Leighton Gumdrops taking on the Darlington Tigers on Friday evening and the Hinkelmeyer Falcons taking on the Twinklestein Stars on Saturday evening. Be sure to head out and cheer on those teams and see who will be moving on to the finals. In community events this week, we start off on Monday with Gingerbread House Day. That's right, the North Falls City Hotel will be holding its annual Gingerbread House display. Anyone wishing to see the fabulous creations created by their talented staff can visit the display through Wednesday. They'll be setting up in the ballroom. On Tuesday the 13th, it's Hot Cocoa Day and Violin Day, so the Hot Cocoa Pubs are all holding a Cocoa Pub Crawl, where you can listen to each of their violin artists play while trying out all their latest cocoa recipes. Mmm, I can't wait for that one. Then on Friday the 16th, it's National Ugly Sweater Day in the lower 48. Be sure to wear your most elfy sweater today. We elves know that no jolly sweater would ever be considered ugly, but this is a day we can show off our latest shimmering attire. Saturday the 17th is Maple Syrup Day. Mrs. Claus's Kitchen will be hosting Maple Syrup Festival, where you can taste all of your favorite maple syrup-infused foods and treats. And finally this week on Sunday the 17th, it's Twin Day! We encourage everyone to visit City Center dressed identical to another elf today. Bonus points for any true twinned elves who dress identical as well. And as a bonus, visit the Telegraph office dressed as twins and get a bracelet that says twin in Morse code. Wouldn't that be fun? Should we do it, Walter? I know you're not no. really my twin, but... I don't think so. <sighs> no fun. WELF NBC would like to wish a very happy 675th birthday to Maple Noel Scarborough. She is over at the Division of Forestry. Maple Noel has been at the Division now for over 400 years and has produced a video for the Department of Elfland Security that will be coming out on the website soon. 
We all here wish you many more happy years and thank you for your service. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. With the reminder, a mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it's not open. Have a good evening and be sure to tune in next week for another WELF NPC North Pole Radio News Update.